And welcome back to what essentially is the final episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi and episode three of Miss Marvel. Yes. Yes, we are back for one to discuss the ending of uh, Obi-Wan, but also just to discuss, you know, the end of, well, not the end of Miss Marvel. Well, what's currently happening with yeah. Miss Marvel. Well, what's currently happening with Marvel, so thank you for that. Um, but yeah, so let's get straight to it. We're not going to give uh, too much info out there, but essentially, um, my only issue right now with this episode, and we will be giving our full thoughts on Obi-Wan Kenobi after our conversation with this, is the jump in time. Yeah, because there, there definitely is a uh, a plot point like uh, that happens in this mm-hmm. episode that yeah I will admit a little weird. Um, never, uh, it, it never explain how she, you know because uh, Reva is off doing something. Um, never explain how she caught you know. Yeah, Raba just just somehow on Tatooine. Yeah, like they don't show her getting on a ship or whatever. They just kind of jump ahead in time. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, uh, Obi Wan is still getting chased by the Empire in that ship. Well, I, I feel like I can argue it, but like we'll we'll talk about that toward the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, obviously, there's only one way to get out, and because Vader is after Obi Wan, he really only wants Obi Wan. So Obi Wan's like, you know what? I'm gonna get on an escape ship, mm-hmm. lure him away. You guys go off into safety. Leia's like, no, don't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, you promised you would take me back. It's like, don't worry, I'll be back. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and we have this huge fight uh, on this God. planet. Damn, that's an amazing fight. Yeah, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, between Obi Wan and Darth, you know, the rematch. But and in between this, Owen's uh, prepping to to save, you know, Luke from Rava. Because she is on the way. It's Reva. Reva, sorry. <laughs> Rava <was> something <clears throat> else. Uh, sorry, watching Korra. <laughs> uh, uh, but, but like, yeah. Um, uh, so we'll go. You want to talk about the 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 Reva, Owen stuff before we go into the Obi Wan, uh, Vader stuff? I would say. Uh, I you know I get the idea behind yeah that plot point because. Uh, when we were the last episode, she she finds the, the, the communicator. So I'm guessing she puts two and two together. It's like uh, these must be kids related to Darth Vader and Anakin mm-hmm. Skywalker somehow, some way. Yeah. And you know, like she couldn't kill Vader, so she'll do the the best next thing, right? Because mm-hmm. she's so filled with vengeance. Yes. Uh, if I couldn't kill you, I'm I'm calling for your kids, man. Even if you don't know who they are. <laughs> you know, yeah. But uh, that's the that's the one little. Uh, yeah, a little hiccup in the plan, but obviously, mm-hmm. yeah, she's she's kind of off her rocker, you yeah. know? I feel like people would be complaining about the fact that she's able to, you know, survive being stabbed with a lightsaber. Again, if I learned anything from Star Wars, if fucking Darth Maul can get cut in half and, you know, he gets robot legs and is better. And then gets his legs back. Yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm I... All I can say is that, like, you know, that 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 idea is just thrown out the window. Yeah, I can listen. You know, like I get it. It's probably dumb, mm-hmm. but like at this point, unless you're fully decapitated or whatever in the Star Wars universe, you're not. Or really... you, you got stabbed in the vital organ. Yeah, like quite, <laughs> I I love the the running joke of like, how come uh, all these people get can get stabbed and they're better, but like Qui Gon gets stabbed and he's dead. <laughs> 
I'm like, yeah. I'm pretty sure Qui Gon got stabbed in the heart, probably. No, he got stabbed like in like in like somewhere up here, right? Yeah. Like I can't, you can't see in the camera, but like sort of think of like it's... below the soreplex. Yeah, it's like upper chest area, kind of. Like somewhere between the 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 stomach area and the chest area. So yeah. I would imagine that that would have hit some internal organs. Yeah, and, and everybody else gets usually around stomach area. Yeah. Which, I mean... You can survive that. <laughs> yeah, potentially. Because, yeah. like, you, you, people think of it as, like, swords going through, but, like, no, these are weapons of, of of energy, right? Yeah, they get cauterized, right? It's, yeah, that's that's why, you know... Uh, yeah, earlier that lady in, in, like, what, the second episode? First episode. First episode, yeah, she gets her hand cut off, but there isn't... Uh, blood because the wound has already been cauterized. Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess makes sense, but it's still, like, you have a gaping hole in your body. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, no, I I, I get it. I get the reasoning. Mm-hmm. It's just that, at this point, it's, like, it's Star Wars, man. Like, friggin' somehow people get stabbed in their, in their mm-hmm. better. You know, it's, it's kind of par for the course, in all honesty. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, if anything, uh, this episode, uh, you know, we get to see, uh, Owen and Baru have a, basically a contingency plan. Cause mm-hmm. they, you know, they obviously know that Luke is important or whatever. Yeah. But they're very much like, you know, like we knew this day would come if they were going to find them. We got to, you know, do our best to fight back, you know, mm-hmm. which I mean, it, it's kind of nice it, to see that. Yeah. And you and I had this conversation, like. Like, damn, these guys were ready to go down protecting... One, protecting this kid, which means... Which, one, tells you how much, you know, they care for him. Even Owen's like... Like, he is... Because, like, he's asked, like, he, he, would you really protect this kid who's not even your own? He's like, like, you, like... You love him like he's your own? He's like, he, he is, is my, my own. own. <laughs> like, he loves this kid. Yeah, he's raised him from birth. He's yeah. Basically, you know, he, it is... You know, Luke is his son to a certain degree mm-hmm. at this point, right? Yeah. It's like it's one of those things where you don't gotta give me a whole goddamn storyline about you know Owen teaching Luke how to shoot a a, a wombat a wombat <laughs> and like learning the the learning a life lesson like no this man is willing to protect his this kid and to go this far it just tells you how much like like look you you're not gonna like defend someone that deep unless like you really care for them right yeah that that's the idea and so that that that's like a very like you know, sort of emotional and like very important moment for not just like it, it fleshes out Owen more than he than he ever got from the movies. Yeah, which I, is what yeah. we both wanted. I think yeah, I think that definitely yeah, it's a nice sentiment too. Even Baru, obviously, yeah, because she's the one that like it's uh, like no, no, we fuck uh, those guys. Yeah, no, like we gotta you know we gotta, we gotta, we, we've trained you know so we, we prepared for this Owen we you know. Let's get ready for it. Yeah, um, she's got a point. Like this, like they, we're in a fucking. There's nowhere to run. Yeah, yeah. Like, we we can't go into the desert. We're gonna die out there anyway. Yeah. So we, it's better we stand and fight. Yeah. And you know they do a surprisingly decent job. Granted, she is wounded. <laughs> yeah, granted. Yeah, Riva is definitely. You know, she's still like oh, I've been stabbed. Yeah. So clearly, she hasn't like fully healed. Yeah. But it is surprising to me. That you know they definitely do a decent amount of holding their own, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, she chases Luke through the desert, mm-hmm. and while all this is happening, we're having the fight with uh, Obi Wan and Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. 
And this is where it gets really fucking good. Yeah, like they start using a bunch of, you know, they have some pretty good uh, duel, fight lightsaber dueling. Um, mm. uh, uses of the force. Uh, or uh, Darth Vader tries to bury Obi-Wan alive. Mm-hmm. Being like, you're still, your powers have returned, but you're still too weak. Yeah, kind of stuff. And like, there's a moment where I'm just laughing because I'm like, oh, Vader, just say it. Just say it. Oh, you didn't say it. But you'll know when you see it. Um, but no, this fight is like one of, if, if you were here to look at the fight between Vader and Obi-Wan, like at their prime, this is what you've been waiting for. It is, it's completely worth it. And it's very, it has a lot of good emotional payoff. Yeah. Uh, especially cause we, you know, we get like, uh, uh obviously, uh, the classic mm. Darth Vader, you know, helmet gets hurt, hit. You get yeah. to see the man under the mask. Which I think this is the first time we've seen it in live action. Yeah, uh, yeah, because we, like, the only time we've ever seen, like, Darth Vader without his helmet off in terms of, like, we have seen it happen before, but usually it's very hidden mm-hmm. in various shots. Um, or, or if it's not, like, something that's from, like, you know, Last Jedi, I mean, Last Jedi, um, uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, Return of the Jedi, where you know he takes the mask off. No, but it's like it's, it's still like the helmet's still intact, kind of shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's uh, I guess the closest thing I would say is like the the scene from Rebels with yes, Ahsoka. Yeah, it's very similar to that. Uh, where you know, and you know, Obi Wan's like you know, like I'm sorry, and I can like you know, it's like I couldn't save you. It's like you didn't, you know, and and Darth Vader's like you didn't kill Anakin. I killed Anakin. This Which I get what he's saying. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. I feel... This is a thing that I've, I've heard a lot of people talk about with Star Wars. The dialogue is very cringeworthy sometimes. Well, I mean, I think it's... Honestly, it's really only there to set up the line of Obi-Wan being like... Uh, you know, like, Darth Vader did kill your dad. Oh, yeah. You know, like... You know, but, like, Anakin Skywalker was a great man, but then he fell to the dark side, and that's what, you know, and, you know, Darth Vader killed him, so what I told you was true, from a certain point of view. (laughs) Damn it. I I, I think it's, that's the reason why the line is like that, is to only set up that line in the original trilogy. Mm -hmm. Because even, like, once, you know, he says that, Obi-Wan's like, then you're truly lost. Yeah. You know, because, you know. He doesn't try to, like, uh, you know, bring him back to the light side. Because if he's, like, sees Anakin like this, he's like, yeah, there's no... Which, can I just say, god damn, that's shot so well. Because the moment he's like, you know, uh, I am Vader now, Anakin is no more. Just the the red lightsaber, the light from the, the lightsaber just just glows even more. Mm-hmm. Just, to like, just like, to show the corruption yeah. of, of this man. Of this one straight hero, it's just like, oh, yeah, no, that's that's like a, that's some visual storytelling there, and I love it. Yeah, and also I think, granted, like the fight just ends there because Obi Wan pretty much is like, you're beaten. I can just leave now. Yeah, like I'm not gonna kill you. Yeah, it's not like it's not worth it. Yeah, considering what's happened to you. Um, yeah, but yeah, and <laughs> Darth Vader just like Obi Wan just like yelling out into the sky. You know, just like you hear, because you can hear like both Hayden Christensen's voice, and then like good to hear him again, though. Yeah, too. and like the Darth Vader voice, like going in and out, because mm-hmm. the mask is, in, you know, obviously like messed up. So you know, it, it provides a cool effect for that. 
And uh, this sort of brings it all together because mm-hmm. as Obi Wan's leaving, you know, he's on gets on, on the ship. He senses a disturbance in the force, i.e., Luke is in danger. Mm-hmm. Hyperspeed, you know, like light, light speed, you know, gotta get to Tatooine, gotta, you know, save Luke. And that's sort of where we sort of, uh, yeah, that's where it all comes to head, you know. Uh, Obi Wan gets back to Tatooine just in time, mm-hmm. uh, finds Owen Baru trying to find Luke. Yeah. And we find, and Riva returns with Luke and... Unharmed. Unharmed. Because uh, she pretty much... Oh, well, he is kind of harmed. He get, did they get knocked out. Yeah, he gets, yeah, uh, he got, he's 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 unconscious, but he's alive. Mm-hmm. And Riva's just sort of like, I couldn't do it. I couldn't kill him. Like, you know, like, I couldn't get revenge for my, you know, my friends mm-hmm. by killing this child. I didn't, I, I couldn't, you know, I wasn't able to do it. And Obi-Wan sort of comforts is like, listen, you did the right thing. By showing mercy, you've honored your friends. Yeah, because, like, you were going to kill an innocent kid. Yeah, you know, you would have become the very thing you sought to destroy. Yeah. <laughs> Take another line from, yeah. you know, the, the prequels, you know? Yeah. And and essentially, you know, Obi-Wan gets starts moving. Essentially setting up, like, where he would be in at the end of the episode. Uh, at the beginning of episode four. Yeah, like, you know, like, we... And that is sort of also Reva's, like sort of end to her story arc i mean she, mm. i guess she'll just be wandering around but yeah obi-wan you know he sort of uh he sort of dons very similar clothing to what will he'll have in like uh in the future in the future yeah he does even like decide to go to alderaan to see leia one last time mm-hmm. you know just to say like you know her you know like thank you leia for showing me the way or whatever mm-hmm. And also, you know, like, if you ever need help from an old, you know, grizzled man, you know where to find me. Mm-hmm. Which, again, they're to set up, you know, the whole, like, Leia knowing Obi-Wan. Yeah, and why she would call on him. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, we, you know, it's back to tattooing. You know, uh, Obi-Wan talks to Ben. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Owen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, saying, like, you know... It's better you two just raise him. Because, yeah, Luke needs to be a boy. He needs to grow up. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need to be trained in all this stuff. The future will handle itself. Mm-hmm. And Owen sort of, like, just goes, Do you want to meet him? Yeah, like, like, like they both are able to bury the hatchet. Yeah, more or less. And he says the line. Yep, he says the one thing I think most people wanted to say in, like, the first episode. Yeah. But he didn't. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, he says the, 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 the famous, iconic Obi-Wan line from the prequels. If you know what it is, you know what it is. Yep. And we see him going off riding into the, you know, where he's going to be staying. And he sees an old an old friend. Good old Qui-Gon. Force ghost Qui-Gon. And he's just like, it took you long enough, Obi-Wan. <laughs> Come on, let's go. <laughs> we got another adventure to go on. Yeah. I mean, Maybe a season two. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, we're done. We're done. Yeah, and that's sort of where it ends. Yeah. Um, overall, so quick question, quick note on the time on the time disparity. I don't mind it because time, if if you think about it, time is relative to wherever you are. So, and this this is the issue we had with uh with Clone Wars at at the end of the season. It's like, wait, but if this is going on, then how is this going on? And his well, like you know, different planets have different times. You know, in space, time is, you know... 
Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, like they're across multiple planets and get mm-hmm. uh, in uh, star systems and yeah. stuff. So, yeah, it, it is sort of like time is is, is going to be whack no matter what. Yeah, and yeah, and that makes some some sense to me. It yeah. just it, it feel it just still feels very awkward. It, yeah, it feels a bit jarring because I feel like most of the time you want to at least establish mm-hmm. how it goes. Because most of the, like, I feel like most audiences aren't, not saying they're not capable, but it, it, it you know, it's less jarring if you, like, mm-hmm. set up, like, oh, that's how they got there, or whatever. Or, like, if there was just an additional scene, mm-hmm. like, beforehand of just uh, Reva, like, looking at, like, an abandoned ship while she was on that planet, and then we jump cut to her on Tatooine, then it's like, your mind, your brain can put two two together. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay, she, she got on the ship, and that's how she's on Tatooine. And so they're just, like, somehow magically teleporting there. Like, yeah, you know, most people can be like, okay, she got there, but how'd she get, get there? Mm-hmm. That's always sort of the thing that's in the back of people's minds. And, you know, just, like, one, like, like 15-second, like, shot of that, you know, probably could have worked. But you know, it that's just how it is sometimes mm-hmm. with editing and stuff. Um Yeah. I think, you know, I, I definitely agree, like it it is jarring, but like the I guess the explanation of like, you know, it's space, time is relative, blah blah blah. Yeah. I'm just you know, it would have been nice to have at least a scene of that. Not to say that that alone um compromises the, uh, this whole no yeah episode. no I, I I say that because like for me when whenever we're talking about like space or anything and the establishing of when and where I'm always like well you know a month in that planet is like maybe two or three days here right yeah so it's like time has always been kind of relative when it comes to space and even in space travel we, you know we it takes us like what? Well, supposedly it takes like what two, maybe three months from here to from here to like uh, Mars, if we were to do a travel, like send humans. No, I think it would actually take a couple years. Would it take a couple years? Then it was going months. No, really. With the amount of uh, uh, power, uh, uh, our uh, shuttles or uh, the mm. rockets would take people, mm-hmm. like. It would take probably at least a, a couple years, like I think two or three, mm-hmm. because the distance between Earth and Mars is vast. Mm-hmm. Like I think it takes like a week or t- like at least a week or two to get to the Moon, and obviously the Moon is much closer. Yeah, to Earth. and that's just because of how much fuel, you know, you need to get there and mm-hmm. stuff. So yeah, like like I'm not arguing. I, I feel like yeah, that's probably the correct. Answer. I felt like it would have been like less than a year. But, you know, thinking about it, like, in that terms, like, yeah, a year would make sense, too. Yeah, just because the distance in space is so vast. Yeah. You know. Uh, and obviously, you know, there's not that issue in Star Wars because everything has fucking light speed. Yeah. Which is, like, you know, their way of, like, straight up just get, making sure that you can get to one place yeah. to another real fast. Um, but, yeah. Uh, that's, uh, I mean, you know... Um, Going into that topic, uh, do you, uh, you want to just talk about what you thought about the show, or 
Yeah, so, I mean, overall, I think this is just a really solid, sh it's just solid. It's, a, it's like a good, like, 6, maybe 7 out of 10 kind of show for me. It, it does have a lot of good, great, fantastic, great moments. Heck, the last episode, I feel like, really just, you know, just they just nailed that ending for me. But there's so much in the show that, man, like, that makes you go, like, ah, we could have just, you know, done without this or edit this a little shorter and I mean, that's easy to say with a lot of stuff but this one really like you felt the when it was bad you you felt it was bad yeah I uh and you know um I, I do think um because mm -hmm. I think I think we discussed this last week that mm -hmm. uh there's definitely a, a group of uh, fans like you know when you hear an Obi-Wan show you usually want to you, you, uh, set between episodes three and four, you're thinking one of two things. It's either going to be mostly on Tatooine and stuff, and it's sort of like, well, how do you create a story with that? Mm -hmm. You know, and some people kind of want it like sort of like I guess maybe sort of like a spiritual kind of show or whatever, or mm -hmm. where Obi Wan is like just trying to like, yeah, he's like trying to lay low on Tatooine, but also trying to look look over Luke, mm -hmm. maybe trying to his best to connect the force and qui-gon and all that stuff and then obviously you know there's probably a, there's a contention of the fan base it's like well that just doesn't i you know then why are we doing that it doesn't seem interesting enough mm. and that's where this sort of show goes in the direction of like is there a way to get obi-wan off of tatooine to get him into more interesting scenarios and mm. obviously it goes with if leia gets kidnapped you know we can't just have anyone go after him after her, mm -hmm. uh, Bail Organa calls upon Obi-Wan to come in. And yeah, I think that's more or less the best way of like solving that question or, mm -hmm. or you know, getting that scenario rolling of like, how do we get Obi-Wan off world? Leia gets in trouble and obviously Obi-Wan has to be uh, the person to help out. Because any other way would get them notice. Yeah, so it's just sort of, I guess, the way that all... Mm -hmm. trickles down because it feels like what you could have done is maybe have those first three episodes be saving Leia and the last third the fallout of Obi-Wan trying to get back to Tatooine mm -hmm. on the run from the Empire and Darth Vader it's because he's you know oh you know Obi-Wan's like I have to get back to Luke you know yeah make sure he's protected and maybe at the end, you know, obviously, yeah, we still have what plays out in this uh, the final episode, you know, where, like, at the end, Obi-Wan's sort of, like, you know, like, he's, you know, Luke is safe with Ben and, uh, Owen and, uh, Baru. And I think I know why I keep saying Ben, because I think, I'm thinking about Baru. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm using Owen, and that's how the it both goes. start with B's, man, it's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I, I think if they had wrapped up saving the Leia saving Leia a bit more mm -hmm. and I think it, it, it is sort of the issue of like having a six episodes like mini series about Obi-Wan yeah and I know some people are kind of like it doesn't feel like an Obi-Wan show because he doesn't there's not a lot of development for him I mm -hmm. guess yeah uh I mean he does get development obviously he's you know it's a more palatable version of uh what luke had to go through in uh, the last jedi mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. you know, old Jedi Master being called upon. He's like, I can't do it anymore. I've lost connection with the Force. You know, having to help this young woman. Mm-hmm. But here, uh, you know, Obi-Wan eventually does get the will to use the Force again. Mm-hmm. Connect back to the Force. You know, and uh, does everything he can to save Leia. And he does. And, I don't know, I, 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 I like a lot of the sort of like lore connections they do with this show. Mm-hmm. I do think it could have been streamlined a bit better. Um, I like the idea of Reva's character being a youngling mm-hmm. who like was there when Anakin attacked the Jedi Temple and is able to put two and two together about Anakin and Darth Vader. Um, I just hope that you know, like I th- I, I, I I like. I like her as a character. I just thought, like... The execution needed to be a lot better. Yeah. And I don't disagree with that because I think... What was it? I think by this third episode, everyone was like... "If the second or third episode, like, man, she's not bad, but she's very one-note. And then you get the reveal, was it the fifth episode? And it's like, okay, that's that's some good character motivation, but, like, this is a little late in, in the show... And then we get what we have at the ending, so it's a little it's a little rushed, and it's kind of sad because like the character and the actor have the potential to be better. Yeah, yeah, and honestly, I hope it doesn't like lead into like a a weird spinoff show about her because I feel like we don't really need to uh, mm. uh have a show about her. Yeah, and her exploits, and I feel like her story is more or less done. It's just that she now just more or less has to mm-hmm. do a lot of soul searching and like um, maybe uh, redeem herself from like the other actions she did as an inquisitor mm-hmm. and stuff. So yeah, but besides that, uh, yeah, I do think I kind of I think I kind of agree with you with I guess. Uh, the rating of the show it's it's probably like a solid seven out of ten like mm-hmm. it definitely has its issues it's not perfect um but when it hits it hits good yeah like when it does like when it executes the concept of its concepts well it does do it well mm-hmm. and i think that's just how the show is right now obviously a lot of people wanted to be better i think it had like the biggest reaction out of all the Star Wars shows, and I think it had the biggest uh, draw at first out of all the shows in general on Disney Plus. So, like, just to see it come out just being more, eh, it was okay. Is yeah, it, is a little on the disappointing side. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I agree with that because I think especially because you know it was Ewan McGregor coming back, Hayden Christensen coming back in the Darth Vader suit. Mm. You know, all you know, a lot of. I think a lot of it was, like, hyped up for prequel fans, obviously, because, yeah. like, we get to see these guys come back, you know, and act in this way, mm-hmm. and I feel like the prequel fans can be a very, uh, um, not hostile, but very... I would say that all about Star Wars fans <laughs> at the moment, though. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess to be fair, all Star Wars fans can get a little hostile, mm-hmm. um, but the prequel fan base, I think, was very, uh, super hyped up, and were slightly miffed. That it didn't come out the way they wanted it to come out, which, mm-hmm. I mean, that's 
you know, this is why I do my best to like keep my expectations not low, but like mm-hmm. at a reasonable rate, so that you know I don't like lose my shit. Yeah. So. And as and that's helped out for you so well. Uh, but yeah, that's the Obi Wan show. I think we both agree. It's like six, maybe seven. And I'm going with a six. I would say seven. Seven. Yeah. All right. That makes it seven point five. So that's good. Uh, so that leads us into Miss Marvel episode three. Uh, so we find out where essentially they're getting their powers from. By the way, did you catch the little nod to uh, the Ten Rings? Oh no, I didn't actually. Okay, so there's a nod to the Ten Rings. Okay. So there, there's there. Um, but essentially, yeah, we're getting prepped for the wedding. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's the I guess the wedding episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, yeah, Kamala, you know, talks to Amir's mom or whatever, mm-hmm. or not Amir, uh, Amar's mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get to learn that Jack story. Like they're not that they are like this ver like. The universe's version of Jin, which is like a folklore sort oh, of. Oh no, like, it's an actual thing. I mean, no, I'm saying yeah. in in like the real world, they're like a folkloric legend kind of thing. Yeah. Like, like kind of like boogeymen of of the Islamic yeah. world. Like not evil, not good, but like just kind of they're meant to be ghost stories or whatever. Yes, yes. And here, you know, it's like, oh no, we we uh, we're from a different like dimension, the Nor dimension, or mm. I guess the light dimension. Or something like that. Listen, if this is all Miss Marvel stuff, I'm I don't know. Most of it I got through, like I said, with the first maybe the first two volumes and that's it. Not saying I dislike the, the the character. Yeah, and they're like, come, you know, we knew your uh, great grandmother. You know, mm-hmm. she was the one that first found the the gauntlet or the bangle or whatever, and we thought, and she was one of us, and we thought getting this thing would help open the way back to. Our home. Our home and stuff. And will you, you know, help up, you know, help us get back home? And she's like, I got to think about it. I, I want to help you guys, but, you know, I need to, like, make sure I know how to do it. So she talks to Bruno. It's like, hey, Bruno. Do you Bruno, know, my man. First, you know, do you know anything about, like, opening interdimensional travels? Like, he's like, the fuck are you talking about? Uh, I'll look into it. <laughs> they did drop uh, Eric Sel- Selvik, the guy who's been who's in the Thor movies. Yeah, the uh, the old professor man. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, they 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 drop him a bit in like various media when it comes to, like interdimensional travel stuff yeah. in the Marvel universe because like obviously like he knew he knows Thor and he kind of his work helped to like yeah at least learn about the science of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. But in the meantime, the uh, Department of Damage Control shows up at the mosque, and they're like, hey, so we heard uh, there was an enhanced individual here. Uh, you wouldn't mind us just storming your place and looking around, would you? It's like, uh, you need a warrant first. Ha, 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 ha. We'll be back. <laughs> she says it in such a, like, demeaning tone, too. Yeah, it's like, so what, you're just going to refuse us not coming in? I see how it is. You know, people, what do you mean by that? And just talking about you people. I don't mean any offense. No, I mean, she doesn't say, she doesn't say she that. She doesn't say any of that. She doesn't say any of that, but you get that tone, though. Well, you get that tone. You get hell, you get that tone. Yeah. Uh, I like how they're driving in force. Um, but yeah, uh, so there's a, this, there's a lot of like good moments in this show, too. Um, they still really do a good job of like that family dynamic and like 
making it feel like very culture and like very like relatable because like because uh, like there's a scene where they're all talking about you know this uh, about you know being visited by uh, the department of damage control right yeah and they're all like commenting on the fact because they know that well she's not going by miss marvel just yet right yeah, like, they're going off by, like, her... Her power set, nightlight, and all that kind of yeah. thing, whatever. And, but, like, uh, there, there's a moment where, like, oh, you know, her parents must be very upset with her and kind of stuff. Like, stuff that, I, you know, I could kind of hear, with, especially for, like, immigrant families. Like, yeah, the moment the, the moment you start, like, straying off the path of, like, what, you know, what they're used to, they're like, hey, you know, oh, you know, they're they're, they're problematic or whatever. Which is essentially the tone that they're giving, you know, Kamala as she's doing this, without them knowing it's Kamala. Yeah, because, like, they know it is a... Middle Eastern child. Yeah, yeah, you know, a, a Muslim... Yeah, Muslim girl. Yeah, that is, you know, responsible for all this. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, they yeah they do get, like, a... Yeah, she's probably causing some trouble for all of us, yeah. you know? Like, we're just trying to be normal citizens, and now we have some superpower girl just running around and doing whatever she likes or mm-hmm. whatever and she has a and you know kamala has sort of like a uh bit of heart to heart with i think one of the uh uh priests from the mo- the mosque yeah sort of like having, there's an actual term for that i don't know i'm sorry yeah i don't know either it's it's you know i'm using the relative term yeah um and she's sort of like she has like that's such a good moment too yeah it's know. it's a bit like a with great power comes great responsibility moment for her yeah. where you know she's like you know, like, do you think she's actually bad? It's like, no, certainly not. She did save that young boy. I mean, you know, he broke his leg though. Yeah, you know, he got hurt still, but I mean, she did her. She did her best, and yeah. it's like, what do you think she should do to like, you know, show that she's good or whatever? It's like, it's not about, you know, trying to be good. That's not how you, you know. It's like, it's you know, doing good things would make you good, right? Yeah, is that moment of like, okay, you know, maybe I should, you know. Use my powers for good, like mm. protect people. That's how I, you know. Yeah, because her question was like, "How does she help out her people?" Right. Yeah. And it's just like you do it by doing good. Yeah, by doing good things. Yeah. You know? And we and you know, uh, she, by helping. Yeah. It's a very simple, and like nothing. Like, it, it sounds weird in like the grand scheme of things, but like it's just a very simple something you would you would tell some like someone like that young, right? Yeah. It, and it makes so much sense, too, that, you know, to be good is just being good. You just aren't good. Like, just doing good is mad. Like, it's like, what's the best way to explain it? Like, um, like so, someone can say they're good, right? But it's really their actions that matter. Yeah, it's actually speak louder than the words. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we get, you know, obviously, you know, the wedding happens. Mm-hmm. But we get a bit of, like, uh, talk from Bruno. He's like, all right, so I've looked kind of into this, and it seems like you need, like, a massive amount of energy to, mm-hmm. say, open an interdimensional <laughs> rift thing. And Kamal's excited. It's a, it's yeah, yeah Kamal's excited. Like, okay, yeah, so we can do this, right? And it's like... <sighs> Hold on now. Like, it's possible, but if you're going to be outputting that much energy... it can be very dangerous mm-hmm. you know like yeah and it's and that's what makes you go like okay so we really need to think about this kind of thing so, so she's not being so gun ho about it it's like all right 
let's go. We can do this, right? And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa hold up now. There's a, there's, there, there might be some bad things that can happen if you use too much energy. Yeah. This is so essentially, like, it's it's something I really like. It's like, oh, you're actually thinking this out. <laughs> it's like, and, you know, she texts uh, Amar about this. About like, hey, listen, I want to help, but I need some more time to think about this. There might be some, you know, negative consequences if I, you know, mm-hmm. if we do this. So I need, like, some way to figure it out. To make yeah. it safe for everybody. And he's like, okay, I'll let my mom know about that. Which uh, does not end well. <laughs> no, and this might be my only problem with the episode. Is just how quick of a, of a turn they, they, they ended up doing. Yeah, because uh, uh, Amar's mom and all her friends who are from this you know, mm. dimension, this noir dimension, mm. decide off screen to be like, okay, she's not going to help us? Fine. Let's, Fuck her. Yeah, let's just... <laughs> Screw her. Let's just kidnap her and force her to do what, what we need to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and this is all going down at the wedding because Amar, you know, shows up at the wedding and like, yo, listen, all right? And you think it's going to be like, oh, it's another teen drama thing. Bruno was going to dance with Kamala and now he's getting in the way. He's like, get out of here, man. You're ruining this for everyone here. And it's like, no, Kamala, listen. My mom... She's she's on the way. She's on the way, and she will kill everyone in here if you don't surrender to her. We need to get get. We need everyone out of here now. Yeah, it's like oh, we're all being competent to a level to an extent. Yeah, and Kamala decides. All right, I know how to do this. Just pulls the fire alarm, and you know everybody rushes out, and you know to protect, you know, her family and everyone there, and she pretty much gets uh, you know, hunted down by these four people, and you know, uh, Omar's mom is like. We try to be reasonable, Kamala. I mean, yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> Listen, just just give us the bangle and you help us out. Just get us. You know, we always want to go home, Kamala. We don't want to hurt you. <laughs> you say that, and you're threatening to hurt my family. And you've hurt, uh, and, and, and your guys have uh, beaten up a, b- a bunch of civilians so far. Alrighty. And you know, she does her best to fight back, and obviously, like Bruno comes back in to help out, on, yeah. you know, but unsuccessfully. And that's when she's like, "No." Just goes giant hand, just start bitch slapping everybody. And again, my issue with the powers come back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Amar also jumps into the fray. Is like, you know, like I'll help, help out. I'll hold them off. You guys get out of here. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't work. And you know, as they're getting cornered, you know, who comes to show up? Uh, no, uh, you know, uh, Amar's mom grabs the bangle, and they both see a vision of a train. Mm-hmm. But that stuns them long enough for the Department of Damage Control to show up and start, like, blasting everybody. It's like, get down, get down. <laughs> like, you're yeah. coming with us. But uh, Kamala and Bruno managed to escape. Uh, and, and now, uh, her name is not Zoe. What, the, what is her name? The Her friend, her other friend finds out. Yeah. And I'm questioning how this is going to turn out because I don't want to, I don't want to go down... Because this show has been doing a good job of, like, you know, not subverting on the station, but, like, not... F- Falling fa- into teen drama tropes? Yes, yes. Well, they still essentially do some of the tropes. It's not egregious. <laughs> it's not making me go, like, oh, my God, this is, like, some big tunes, Disney, freeform shit. No, this is just, like, no, these are normal people. <laughs> They're doing normal shit. <laughs> right? And I hopefully we won't get, like, why didn't you tell me? Your friend, it's more like, hopefully something more reasonable than something like that. Yeah, because she sees Kamala using her powers a little bit. It's like, 
wait, your nightlight? What the? F- Why didn't you tell me? Yeah. It's like a little, we gotta, you know. Listen, we're a little preoccupied. Yeah, Kamala, you need to get out of here before damage control shows up. Uh, you, you just, you know, just help, help me get out of here. Yeah, and it's like I'll explain. You know, Bruno's like telling her, like, don't worry, I'll, I'll explain everything. Yeah, and Kamala gets back home and. Her family sort of notes, like, people said that you pulled the fire alarm. And those people that you were with, they got arrested. What's going on, Kamala? Like, tell us. We, we You know, we want to help you, Kamala. And she's mm-hmm. like, I can't. It's too complicated. <laughs> Which, to be fair, it, you know, like. Also, this would be a really bad time to explain everything. Yeah. Like, like I would I mean, don't get me wrong. I would have loved it. It was just like, okay, mom and dad. I'm a superhero, but you and if she did, you know the mom would be a certain way. Yeah, it's very pretty much apparent that like anything that she would say that even remotely is the truth, the mom would lose her shit. Obviously, so mm-hmm. she's just like, I can't really say much mm-hmm. other than like, uh, it's complicated. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very complicated. Let's just not do this anymore. And you know, like she goes to her room, she gets a call from her like grandma, I think. Yeah. And she's like, you know, you gotta, you gotta come to Kashmir or whatever. Uh, not Kashmir. Uh, it's like, you gotta come, you know. It, it's a place with this, with the name start with the K. Yeah, like, you gotta come, you know, visit me. Yeah, you gotta come visit me. It's like, you saw the train, right? It's like, wait, what? how did you see the train? How, how do you see the train? How do you know about the train? Because I saw it too. That's why you gotta come, come visit me. And it's like, all uh-huh. right. So maybe we're gonna get more into... If- you know this backstory about the the, the bangle and mm-hmm. what happened to uh, uh, Kamala's great grandmother. You know, mm-hmm. right? It was the great. I can't think it was the grandmother, but no, the great grandmother makes more sense now. Yeah, because they were from the forties. But yeah, um, this show still does. It's still, it's still pretty good. It's still good. Um, I did notice there weren't some of the cool, like, you know, Scott program art stuff in the background anymore. They, who knows? They might be back. Uh, but once again, the strongest thing that I feel like this show is doing is one, showing off the the culture, and two, making them seem like a, just a normal family. Well, you know, not normal, but like a relatable group of people. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's still one of the strongest things about the show. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, I will say, uh, obviously, the, the turn. I mean, granted... It's not like these people that, uh, you know, Amar's mom and stuff wasn't like... Cause Already she had, suspicious as hell. Yeah, you know, obviously a group of people being like, Hey, we need your superpowers to help us send us back to our home uh, dimension. And mm. uh, and Bruno's research, you know, like at, on these, you know, these djinn or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like uh, he finds like a thing saying like, Oh yeah, there's a group of djinn that were banished from their home dimension to like... Live out, you know, mm. uh, their days damned to our world, and you know, as a punishment or something. And it's mm. like maybe you know, like, and obviously I think that helps set up like, okay, maybe these guys aren't good guys, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, but obviously, um, uh, it, it, it still it's, felt it's, a it's little. A, it, yeah, it's a bit of a quick turn. A very quick turn. Even though, like, the establishment was always there, it's still a little, like, uh, it's a little. Yeah, especially because it happens off screen. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, 
if we had like a moment of like like a scene of like I mean, mm-hmm. I'm just telling his mom no or like hey you know Kamala's like uh having second thoughts about it she needs more time to think about it and we just get like maybe like a cut you know okay that's fine and you just sort of see her sitting on like in a chair just looking up just sort of like thinking about like okay that's how it's gonna be mm-hmm. you know like a like a nod like like well, a, like i'm gonna all right that's how it's gonna be huh mm-hmm. you know yeah i think that would have probably worked a little bit better because it's like okay what does that you know it gives the audience like a okay what does that mean or like mm. it's it, it either is like foreboding of like okay maybe what is she gonna what is she gonna plan what is she gonna do mm-hmm. like you know is that a good response or a bad response <laughs> yeah uh, instead of just like having that happen off screen through a text message and then you know him running into the wedding like yo uh my mom's coming and she's very pissed and mm-hmm. she's willing to kill everyone in this room just to get to you so yeah you know, granted yeah. like did she like like they do converse about it, but it's just still such a quick turn for her to be like, "Yeah, no, screw it, Kamala. We're gonna we're gonna make force her to do this." When like, it's just so easily just to hear her out, right? Yeah, because it's not like she's not gonna comply with them. It's just that she wants to ensure that there's a that they know what they're doing. Yeah, because she was mm-hmm. like, like from a good chunk of the fight, she's like, "Can we just talk about this?" I just. You know, I, I'm not saying I don't want to help you guys. I just want to, you know, make sure it's safe for everybody. I was like, now, Kamala, you done messed up now. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's basically what they mean. Because they don't want to hear her out. And now they're just ruined this man's wedding. Which, like, the build-up to the wedding and, like, the wedding itself is, is, is such a nice thing to see. Uh, especially because, like, uh, the, the, the dad's response. It's like, like, you, like, you know, because the, the brother's like, I don't have any money. He's like, I'm getting cold feet here, man. I'm not sure if we, I can, you know, if, if I'm ready for this, if mm-hmm. I'm able to support, you know, my own family. It's like, yo, listen, all right? So, men, you know, live by two things, either by fear or love. And you are living out of love, and you got the, you know, yeah. the guts to go through with this. You can, you know, you got this. And I was yeah. like, god damn, that is such, like, a beautiful motive. <laughs> Yeah, it was like between, very, yeah, very very motivational, you know. Yeah, between a father and a son, yeah, two grown men. I was like, oh, that's that's beautiful. I love that, and yeah, no, that seems is and which it just adds to the point where like with Kamala, who's who like wants to protect her family so bad. Yeah, because she wa- she's she doesn't walk in, but she overhears it, and it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I should do the same. You yeah. know, if I'm gonna protect my family, you know, mm-hmm. then I I gotta I gotta do this, you know, I I can be. You know, someone that protects my family too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I I think you know Miss Marvel is still I think a solid show. I just the uh, obviously the 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 quick and like it's weird because I don't think this ep- this series is gonna be like it's gonna be like like nine episodes, right? I believe it is. Um, they've been usually like at least maybe eight. Yeah, I because I, it's not like with Moon Knight where you kind of already like you get the setup for the villain mm. straight away. And like, uh, and it feels a bit more natural in that show. Yeah. Here, it's like, you know, it feels more like it's just young girl trying to learn about her superpowers in a, you know, in a teen drama sort of way. You know, like trying to be relatable. But also, here's a group of freaking uh, people who are maybe wanting to try to c- cause something that might cause a world-ending event to go down. You know. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm just looking how many episodes. Um, uh, looks like it's going to be six. All right, so I guess that might explain why we get such a quick turn then, because it's like we're at the halfway point. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, uh, we got, we were waiting for our sort of established villain. Here they are, you know. And obviously, you know, we got the, the damage control kind of being not necessarily. I mean, they are definitely an antagonistic force, but they're more of like a bureau, you know, bureaucratic like antagonists, right? Where they're like, mm-hmm. we're just here to try to keep order. Uh, we don't want any sort of riffraff, any sort of hooligans with powers running around causing more damage for us to clean mm-hmm. up, you know. Uh, but yeah, um, that is a, uh, I, I think it's a solid episode, and I think Miss Marvel is also doing pretty solid, just that we have a bit of weirdness going on. Yeah, yeah, uh, but I do feel like Miss Marvel is, um, is, is, is slightly doing better in a lot of other aspects, though. Mm-hmm. which i'm very glad to see um but yeah that's the end of the episode guys if you enjoyed what you heard be sure to follow us on all social medias at instagram facebook and twitter we are most active on instagram at the geeks and Turians. and if you follow us there be sure to follow check out the links on on instagram that links us to all the podcasts that we're officially part of like apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify pandora and all that good stuff and a link to the youtube for your audio listeners out there who want to put a face to the voice and yeah then that's about it along with our patreon where you can support us in any sort of formal way so that's the end of the episode and so far so good uh we will be back next week to continue talking about this uh, if not if just in case something else for a reason pops up we'll see yeah but anyways guys it's been me your boy eli it's been me joe you guys have a good one peace